Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the Word. Acts chapter 24, verse 16. If you're there, you say amen. Acts 24, verse 16. If you're there, you say amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. The presence of God is here. And where the presence of God is, there's liberty. Somebody is getting set free right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody's marriage is being sorted right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's somebody... You got news a few days ago that they were going to chop your salary. <laughs> and that person I'm talking about, it's about 400 thousand shillings to be exact God is about to shock you hallelujah you remember the, the particular amount praise the Lord Acts 24 16 let's read 1 2 3 let's go and herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward man read it again and herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and men. Hallelujah. Paul introduces to us a consistent exercise that he has deliberately put in his spirit to exercise himself always with a conscience void of offense toward God. That means he he knows that there is offense toward God. He knows that there is offense toward man. And he exercises here in do I exercise. It means it's not something that happens by decision. It is something that happens by positioning yourself deliberately in a certain course that you must follow. It is something that happens deliberately by conditioning your spirit intentionally that certain things don't follow. Now when he says that herein does he exercise himself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God, you must understand that the place in you that he has God is called a conscience. You understand? The place in a human spirit that he has God is conscience. So when he says that I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense, the place that he has God should not be with offense toward God. It means there are men who hear with offense. That is why the gospel does not only advise us or recommend that we take heed what we hear. Luke goes further and says we must take heed how we hear. It's one thing for me to know what I ought to hear. I think Mark says that. But it's another when I go deeper into how I ought to hear what I hear. You get my point? So the how hearings in the things of God create a certain urgency in the spirit of a man to know certain things in your life. And those things in your life make or break you. Let me use that language. They make or break you. 
Hallelujah. They make a what? No break here. I'll give you an example. There are two kinds of Christians in this world in a particular category I want to introduce to you. There are Christians who are in this world, okay? Function in this world, are submitted to this world, are submitted to the elements of this world, are subject to every condition of this world, that every system and affair of this world directly or indirectly has an effect on their lives. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And that was the error that was begotten from the point every time church wanted to marry state without necessarily knowing its position with the things of the world. I don't know that you understand what I mean to say. Let me make it easier for you. When you become born again, huh? You are above anybody not born again. You get That's why when you when you get to situations where for example God is warning you and he says be not unequally yoked with unbelievers he didn't say be not equally yoked with unbelievers. Equally yoked with unbelievers means you and the unbeliever are equal but you're trying to yoke with them. But when the Bible says be not unequally yoked, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers, he means you're not already equal before you even yoke. You, you get my point? So, for example, if you're working in a certain institution, it doesn't matter who is ahead of you. If they're not Christian, they're not better than you. You understand what I mean? If they're not Christian, they're not what? When you read the Bible and the testimony of the gospel, you realize that back in the day, kings used to go to prophets. Prophets never used to go to kings. You, you get my point? Kings used to go to prophets. Prophets never used to go to kings. Because that was the order of the events. The scriptures speak of a man like Elisha. And the Bible says that he was worth an army of Israel. If you had Elisha, you didn't need an army. He was the chariot of Israel. You, I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say. People say America is a superpower. It's not a superpower. According to the terms of the spirit, if you understand who you are. You are the... The Bible speaks of John the Baptist as that bright and shining light. That burning light. To degrees and forms when the Bible says that you are the light of this world. Oh, you are the light of this world. Some of you don't understand that light. Hallelujah. So, Elisha, the scriptures tell you that every time the king would give direction and they want to go for war, when the Syrian king wants to attack them, the scriptures tell you that Elisha would see it, come to the king and tell him, hey boss, they're coming north. And then they go north and beat the Syrians. Go south, beat the Syrians. Go east and west, beat the, the Syrians. And now the story tells us that until the Syrian king realizes that actually the problem was not the army of Israel, for there were too few to beat Syria. And he says, what is the problem? Until his former Bambara comes to the guy and tells him, look, the problem is a guy called Rimanda, Apostle Grace. Put your name! And the Bible says that he, he, he hears the things that you discuss in the chamber 
the secret chamber of your heart in your bedroom. That is the problem. The next day, a whole army diverts all their efforts from an, to another army, to one fellow called Elisha. They all gather because they want to fight one guy, carnally, one guy. And the scriptures show you that even though Elisha was the army of Israel, the army of Israel was not an army to Elisha. That is why where he lived, he didn't need any protection. You don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. You see, it's wisdom to put alarms. It is wisdom to have an Ascari on your door. It is okay. Are you hearing me? In reality, it is reasonable. The very reason why some of you have mosquito nets, because you fear. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. When I was in senior four, S3 and S4, I was diagnosed with chronic malaria. It means no drug could get that malaria thing out of my blood. And therefore, I used to have recurrent, you know, every three weeks, I'm sick. Nothing could wash those things out. Nothing. Mama, mama, what didn't I buy? Mosquito repellent. I repelled. What didn't I buy? Mosquito net, treated, untreated, small. Man, and it seems African insects, they, these mosquitoes, it seems they have brains. I, I, I suspect that Ugandan mosquitoes, they, they, I think they are smart. I just. Because you put the net around you, and this thing somehow gets its way inside. Are you hearing me? Now, don't get me wrong. It depends on your level of faith. Eh? Some of you, you might remove net and die on us. Ah? Stay with your net until you grow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stay with your net until? Yeah, that's why I tell Christians. If I realize your faith is not enough to believe for divine healing, and you can take drugs, take them until you believe. The day you believe, you, you chill them and be healed. But don't, those are my things of trying to chill and then you die. I have issues. You get my point. One day like this, when the Lord later on reveals to me what it meant to be sick, <laughs> I removed that net. That was the last time I got malaria. That, that was the last, over when was the last time? These days when a mosquito gets on my skin and it bites, I tell it, darling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know, because I also need to leave. He said, it's better that I go. For the prince of this world has nothing in me. He has nothing in Nothing. You have to get to a point where you don't... Ah, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to tell you. The Bible says, nothing from without can defile a man. Nothing. From without entering a man defileth him. Nothing from without entereth a man defiling him. Plasmodia is from outside. Bacteria is from outside. Viruses are from outside. Do you understand what I mean? So when the Bible says nothing from without can defile a man, I refuse that anything outside should enter my body and defile me. I refuse. I refuse. Say it again. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Nothing. There are Christians who are okay with it. Let them be okay with it. You, you're different. That's why this is for narrow. 
That's why this is what? For narrow. We ought to start thinking differently. We ought, listen, this guy is protecting a whole country, but he doesn't need the protection of that country. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's when I realized, eh, Uganda needs us. Why do you think you don't want to travel a lot? Because there's something that has to begin from here. And one day you sit on television out there, but with Ugandan English. Say amen. That's why some of you who have very funny accents, try to speak Ugandan accent. The first day the Lord puts you on TBN. <laughs> Tell your neighbor it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Praise the Lord. So I was saying that there are two kinds of Christians. There's a Christian who is subject to the elements of this world, subject to the circumstances of this world, subject to situations of this world, the economies of this world, the institutions of this world, the moves of this world, the plagues of this world, the everything of this world. So that Christian lives their life in the world. Are you hearing me? They live their life in the world. But there's a Christian in whom the world lives. <laughs> I don't know whether you understand what I mean. There's a Christian in whom the world lives. One lives their life in the world. The other has the world living in their life. He has the world living in their life. The world is living in their life. That's why he says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 11, he says he has placed the world in the hearts. Oh, he has placed the world in the hearts. He has placed the world in the hearts of men. There's a point in the spirit that dispenses a Christian in a place where the earth becomes smaller than your heart. Where Kampala is smaller than you. Where Uganda is smaller than you. Where East Africa is smaller than you. Where Africa is smaller than you. Where Europe is smaller than you. The Bible says that if, if, if the things that Jesus did were to be written and recorded, the Bible says that, and books written, the Bible says they would fill this us. Because what was coming out of the Christ was bigger than the vastness of the earth. And he said, and these things I have done, you shall do. Oh, you shall do greater. Why? Because I go to the Father. Oh, tell your neighbor, the world is in me. The world is in me. Tell somebody, the world is in me. The economies of the world are in me. The institutions of the world are in me. Every circumstance is in me. Every situation is in me. The world is in me. Oh, the world is in me. You see, when the Bible says that the first man is of the ass, assy, I thought he was going to say the second man was of the heaven, heaven only. But you see, he said the second man is the Lord from above. That is the spirit of lordship. 
that every child of God has. You come with an anointing of lordship on you. The trees see you as Lord. The, the, everything sees you as Lord. But you see, when your conscience does not have that understanding, it offends God. It offends God. It offends God. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Huh? When you look at Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you know, when you read the Bible, and the Bible says that this is love made perfect, that we might have confidence on that day, for as he is, so are we in this world. I don't know whether you realize that when Jesus walked the surface of this earth, he was ignorant of need. I don't know if you understand what I mean. Do you understand? He was unconscious. He was not conscious of, of need. He was not conscious of lack. Jesus, when he walked this earth, he didn't think he could lack. He didn't think in his head. Jesus never used to think, I lack. Do you understand? I'm just giving an example. So in the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, that you receive not the spirit which is of this world. Verse 12. Eh? He says you receive not the spirit. Uh-huh. Read. But now, listen. We have received not the spirit of the world. Study that. But the spirit which is of God. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. I want you to think about it. If the spirit of God shows us the things that were freely given unto us by God. What does the spirit of the world show us? If the spirit of God is given to us to know the things that are freely given to us of God, what does the spirit of the world show us? Why do you think there is competition in the world? There is competition in the world because men are cautious of need. Men are cautious that they don't have. That is why it's the sole reason why you see evil in this world. The woman who kills the other woman by witchcraft. The girl who poisons the fellow sister. The guy who bewitches the, 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 the workmate. The guy who prays against the other. The Christian who casts the other brother. The brother who curses the other one. All of it is under the whole spirit called competition. And that is why when that spirit of the world is on a Christian. Even when the blessing of God comes upon their lives. They are indifferent on the blessing. Instead of understanding that you are blessed to be a blessing, they develop what one man sadly called primitive accumulation. The other day I saw a guy on TV, he had stole billions of shillings. I, in my head I thought, where is he going to put it? <laughs> Do you understand? You know, people steal monies and they put them on offshore accounts across the nations of the world. And they turn those monies into other things. And they will die, even their children might never even know that they hid money there. You get my point? And it's rotting there and the guy sees money, but it will never help. It's just there. 
One time somebody sent me an email of a, a drug lord in Mexico. They arrested a guy with a whole room full of dollars. They had to burn the money because they knew it was going to affect the economy. <laughs> they had to burn the money. Dollars. A whole room full of... Uh, a whole... It's full. 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 You understand? Full. And the guy is buying golden guns. You understand? A gun of gold. A, a pistol of gold. When you enter the heart of that man, you realize one thing. When he was young, he already said, one day I will be rich. Thank God for Jesus. Oh! Because some things now changed. All of those things that were gained to us, now we are counting loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, for whom we count all things but dung, but that we may win Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So, when you think about the spirit of this world, that is why some of you, when your parents were raising you up, they were saying, if I've even had these things come in church, saying, I'm sorry, I'm going to offend some of you, but it's the truth. We grew up telling Christians, and be humble to be sorry. Because some of you just get annoyed. We used to hear people say, nothing is free in this world. You have to work hard. You have to work hard. And nothing comes on a silver plate. You have to what? You have to what? To work hard. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. Much as that is a fact for the man of, this, of the world, it's not a fact for a man of the spirit. It's not. For example, did you pay for Jesus? You didn't. You see, many, you know why some of you are going to find it so hard to be rich? Some of you. It is because everything you think must come a hard way. You look at ministries that center around things are hard, complicated. You see, everything in their life is complicated. Their marriages are complicated. Their shoes are, everything is complicated. Hallelujah. The Bible says you receive the spirit of God that you might know the things that are freely given unto us of God. Houses you never built. Vineyards you never planted. Men you never worked for. Wives you are not worthy of. Children that were not smarter than you. Do you understand what I'm saying? The rest is not to the swift neither the battle to the strong, neither bread to the men of skill, but rimandarabakasatala happens to them anyway. Because how, where could you find free things? Oh, men the Tell your neighbor, narioka nendo koka. Even if you don't understand what I mean, you just tell them, narioka nendo koka. That is why when people used to sing those songs of you, you see why you're happy? 
I see houses coming, cars, marriages, you see why you're happy? Joy unspeakable, full of glory, hallelujah. Yes, you're even forgiven for free. Anjagasa. I was forgiven for free. I was anointed for free. I was filled for free. Consecrated for free. Made rich for free. Established for free. Multiplied for free. Increased for free. Turned over. Pressed down. Shaken together. Run over for free. Blessed in for free. Blessed going out for free. The lines fell in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. All for free. job is free. You don't need to open your legs for that chipos to give you a job in the name of Jesus. If he refuses to give you that job, tell him the one the Lord promised is free. It doesn't come with open legs. why that is why you depend on men because you don't know what's free every day you're sending text messages if you don't help me my child is not going to school huh if you don't help me smile i'm not going to increase huh if it is not for you you're only my deliverer you're my last chance you're my god you're my jehovah jaira you're my Je you're telling a mark you're telling a carobat come on What does 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 19 say? Let's read, Paul. 1 Corinthians 9, 19. Listen. Uh-huh. For, though I be free, yet have I made myself a servant unto all that I may gain more. I am free from men. Tell your neighbor, I'm free from men. Because the Holy Ghost Every time I pray, I realize that what I need is somewhere in God. It's somewhere. It's not in that guy. It's not in that position. No, no, no. Let me tell you. Remember when Mordecai was talking to Esther? You might think he was proud, but the man knew what he was saying. He told Esther, maybe you were raised for such a time as this. But if you do not stand to help Israel. Help shall come from elsewhere. It shall come from elsewhere. Try to understand. If they don't promote you, somewhere God will promote you. If they don't bless you, somewhere God will bless you. If they don't understand you, somewhere there is a place called somewhere. There is a place called somewhere. There is a place called somewhere. 
it's there. It's somewhere. Somewhere. It's somewhere. That is why you should never get mad because somebody didn't help you. Oh, I look upon the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord. Hey. It doesn't come from anywhere. I'm free from any man. Tell your neighbor I'm free from any man. Satan look at and say, It's not pride. It's a conscience void of offense toward God to think that our help comes from mortal men. The man left you. He left you in your house. You're calling him school fees, school fees. Darling, speaking tongues, speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Oh, if you don't send fees, the man doesn't care about his son. Let him not care. Your child is still alive. Yes, we are. If birds in the air, they don't even speak in tongues. They are not even born again. They are not even born of the incorruptible seed. Why do you worry? Why do you worry? Such a kutisa. I don't know who I'm talking to. You watch. Touch somebody. Go touching somebody. Whether the devil wants it or not. Whether the devil intends it or not. No, whether the economy is down or not, whether there is water or not, whether there is money or not, he said, Cast your upon the Lord for he shall sustain thee he said he shall never let the righteous to be moved it might seem like it's moving you but it's not it is not he said he will never let suffer the righteous to be moved he will never that is who God is even though things seem like, that's why sometimes you just need to have this hope alive in your soul. It has to be alive in your soul. It has to be alive in your soul. I have, over the years, exercised my spirit not to think I lack. Even in moments when something I need is not present, I refuse to think that it's not there. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. 
That is why some of us get results. Because if I wake up in the morning and I want sugar and it's not there, I'm going to cook tea, put it in a cup, put majani, put it on my mouth, and test it and say, God, I thank you for this sugar that I'm taking right now, that the communication of your faith might become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you, which is in Christ Jesus. You drink sugar in your mind until sugar has no choice to manifest physical. That is what they call faith. It is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders, people who are mature, obtain a good report. Start to act a bit mature. Stop those victimized modes. Apostle, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm all stuffed. I'm all stressed. I don't know. Pray for me. Then you bring your head every Thursday. Pray for me. I need help. I need help. You don't need help. Sugar is free. Tell your neighbor sugar is free. In the name of Jesus. I pray the Lord that makes you understand. What I mean. Oh. Right now, I feel, I hear men exercising themselves. I, <laughs> oh my God. There's a parent right now, in, with a, in, living in the world, saying, where will I get fees? There's a parent in Fanero, right now, saying, thank you God, because I got fees. We can't be equal. We can't be equal. We can't be equal. That is why when that Jesus is living in the earth, or he's living in the earth, they can tell him, oh, we need taxes. And he doesn't have to think that he has to go and make tables and chairs after making tables and chairs. I wish some of you understand the gospel you're seated in. You remember the lady who testified that the next day she woke up with a full fuel tanker? Because of this message? Last week another one, it happened. Our own chief financial officer in Fanero. Where is Sylvia? Where is Namata? You tell them. She woke up in the morning. She wired her gauge. On the rabaste. From empty to full. Petrol. They had to check the tank to make sure that the gauge is working properly or that there is really fuel. They found it there. Now if God can put petrol. If heaven can produce petrol. Oh. If heaven can produce petrol. If heaven can produce petrol. School fees is small. Healing is small. She's there, she can tell you. She screamed. The next day she couldn't talk. She said, Papa, my voice is dead. I ask her why. Fuel, fuel. I don't understand it. This, this is the generation where men are going to be driving on Kampala Road and fuel games. And then they say, Rimandarabakasti, Sokoteli, Rondarababa, and it goes to full. 
a story is told of one Benson in Dahosa. A pastor came to Benson in Dahosa and he told Benson in Dahosa that I am tired of struggling financially. Either Hosa told the guy, go to my bathroom. When you reach that sink, get as much money as you want. The guy got to the bathroom. The bathroom started producing money. With God! You've been religious for too long. You've been nominal for too long. You've been conservative for too long. Let your faith loose. Somebody let your faith loose. If it doesn't work the first time, do it again. If it fails another time, do it again until it works. Tell your neighbor, let your faith loose. Lose it. Lose it. You're holding it for so long. You're leaving it, giving it to bubble gum and candy. Tell anybody it is working. I said, tell them it is working. If heaven can produce fuel because of one man's faith, I'm starting to think silly things. I don't know whether you're thinking with me. I'm, I'm starting to think silly, pure silly, pure silly, pure silly, pure, pure silly things, pure silly, but they are pure, but they are silly. The time has come when men are going to enter meetings and ask the man, why don't you have teeth? Can I get you teeth? I told you last time, I gave a man a new heart in China. New, brand new. The doctor said, this is a heart of an eight-year-old. Yet he was dying. Brand new. People are going to come to us to collect body parts. Missing legs, missing eyes. That they come to you. 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 You think it's for Apostle Grace only. Even you. Even you. Hallelujah. Anyway, back to the story. Paul says, I am free from all men. But he says, but I became some men. That means Paul wasn't poor. He could put on old clothes to preach to poor men. So I realized it is humility for the new creature to be human. Some people say we are proud, but I realize we are not proud. The fact that I'm still walking on the ground when I can walk on water and fly in the air, that's enough humility. One more second. The fact that I can walk like this on the ground, I'm trying to be like you. How can you sound proud? The Bible says, let this mind which be in you, which was in Christ also. 
For who found it no robbery to be like God? But he humbled himself as unto the cross. He took on the likeness of a man. He took on the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of a man. Do you realize? Form, servant, likeness, man. Men are servants. You're more than men. <laughs> You're more than men. You're more than men. The Bible says, behold, I do a new thing. The Bible says that if a man is born again, he is a new creation in Christ Jesus. Behold, the old is past and now the new. And the Bible says, and all things are of God. My fingers are of God. My eyes are of God. My ears are of God. My walk is of God. My thoughts are of God. My body is of God. Why? Because I'm a new creature. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. It is humility for you to walk. It's humility. Paul says I'm free from all men because I'm more than a man. Can you read it in the message version? I want you to read it. Uh -huh. For even though I am free of the demands and expectations of everyone. I'm free from the demands and expectations of everyone. Anybody who I'm free from any man's expectation. Tell your neighbor I'm free from any man's expectation. Hallelujah. That's when I realized, Vanangi, if you're still walking on the ground, you're not proud. You're not proud. I'm telling you. Because a time is going to come where men will just be flying in the air. And not because they are proud, no. But because the ones down understand now that it wasn't pride. We just don't want to stumble people. We just don't want to stumble people. We just don't want to stumble people. Otherwise, we are human in the body, but we are very different things in the spirit. Very different things in the spirit. One time, I, I don't know whether I told this story. Somebody had my money. And they were playing with me. They had refused to pray me. So I went in the spirit. Because I was tired of sending messages. I went in the spirit. I tormented the woman. The next day at 7 a.m. He says, Quata sentes of Quata, 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 Quata. And some people say it's cult. Then Jesus is more cult. Because the wife of Pilate, <laughs> you remember what she said? She said, Trouble me not about that man. You know, Jesus saw that Pilate would become a problem. Jesus went to the wife. <laughs> The next day, say, trouble me not about that man, for he tormented me the whole night. Pilate imagined now if, if they tormented their wife. <laughs> That's why they don't pay you. physical. Enter the spirit. 
Find a guy on the bed. <laughs> we are just humble. Tell your neighbor, we are just humble. One time, I built a ministry somewhere. And then a certain man came and he, he sold certain things in the ministry and he destroyed it. And the next day, the building, I used to, we used to give him money to go and pay for the building. The next day, he went and paid the building in his name, changed the ministry because they had gotten a few white guys. So I sent forth the pastors, follow the process. If Smanya man wrongs you, first Smanya one person, take second. They took through that whole process. Last, I told him, let me also go. So I went to the guy. We sat. We entered the guy's living room. You know, he had a very, you know, the poor with very small living rooms, but big furniture. <laughs> if you're here and you're in Fanero, God expand your territory. He has had me. He has had me. Go do what? Expand your territory. Manda raba kastele borote lekele bararakala sala barabate lelezet. So the chairs were here. The table. There is a big TV and a radio, and we, you know, <laughs> we told the guy, brother, what you're doing is wrong, and he switched on his TV. <laughs> And he said, Mwemba Mazevambi Mugende. Sir, please, no. I am done with you. You please go out of my house. Eh, I got annoyed eh, with the anger of the Lord. Now I said, Castell, we followed protocol. I told him, man of God, for two solid weeks, you're not going to sleep. And on the 14th day, you're going to die. If you don't come on your knees, I walked out. First day he didn't sleep. Second day, third day, fourth day, one week, close to one week, he came and he said, "Mumu Sanju." That's when we gave him sleep. He said, "Whatever you buy, that is why I, I, I worry. I worry when a Christian tells me that they sent witchcraft on me. Jesus is the chief witch doctor." How can they bewitch you? You, you. He said, whatever you bind on the earth, it is bound in heaven. Whatever you loosen on the earth, it is loose. A man needs to go to heaven to release what, what I've tied. And the Bible says we've accessed the place of holiness through the blood. So, if he's not born again, he can't reverse it. Then you hear Christian, witchcraft in our family, apostle. Then, then we get a family gathering of breaking demons. Then all of them, they cook very nice food, and then they call the apostle in the middle to break off the cards that refuse them to get... No! The devil is not worth that attention. He's not worth that attention. You look at people who have broken demons for many years. They are still in the same place. Every time for you, your attention is to the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil. The devil, the devil. While you are doing that, for us, we are in the presence of God. Yeah. 
The Bible didn't say that strength will come when we break demons. He said strength will come when we wait upon the Lord. When you wait upon the Lord. When you're in the presence of God and you just abide. He says if you abide in me and my words abide in you. You shall ask whatsoever. You will. You will. And it shall be done. Stop wasting time with demons. Just a bite. Just a bite. Just a bite. Can I be a bit crazy? In the book of Job, the Bible says that there is a place no fowl can go and no beast of the air can go. There is a, a place. No fowl. No fowl. There, you see, there is a place in God. No fowl. No beast. You see, some people say, in this world you have to be attacked. No. He says there's a path which no foul knows, which the vulture's eye has not seen. That place is there. There's a place in God which no foul can see. Which no foul can see. Which no foul can see. Eh? There's a place in God where no beast, no vulture can creep. Because it doesn't know it. It doesn't know it. It doesn't know it. There are people in the spirit realm who are inaccessible. That is why in the book of um, Psalms 27, he speaks of a place where he says that in my day of trouble, you shall hide me under the secret place of your tabernacle. There is a place in God. There are people who are too hid. And that is the problem with Elijah. Elijah thinks he's a prophet until he realizes there are men who are prophets and they can't be seen. There are men who are prophets. 7,000 of them. Ahab can chase him. But Ahab can't chase them. Not because they are running. But because they are too hid to be seen. How be it that Elijah couldn't see that dispensation and realm in the spirit. How come Elijah could see anything else? He could see and hear the abundance of the sound of rain. And that rain would come. He would run faster than a horse. But when it came to the places of the hidings in the spirit, Elijah was indifferent. He was very physically available by, to Jezebel. That is why some of you, you must differentiate the places of what people call spiritual warfare. A man who is invisible to the devil has no business fighting a certain way. He has no business fighting a certain way. The devil, listen, some of you, you must understand, that's why in Christianity, there is such a provision as of taking on a form. God has allowed us to take on a certain form. If there were 7,000 men in the Bible who could not be seen, yet they are not bowing to bow. God can testify. They are too, listen, do you know that the day Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were put in fire, Daniel was around. But do you know God even hid the knowledge from the king that Daniel didn't bow? Listen, Daniel was the guy who introduced these three to the king. He was the one who said, these guys are my buddies. The king knew Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego by Daniel. But when the time of bowing came, so, you see, a man can say, we were in fire with the Lord. 
And a man can say, I was without the fire, but with the Lord also. Tell your neighbor, choose your lines. Listen, it's a miracle to be healed of cancer. It's more of a miracle not to fall sick. I, def- I prefer I don't fall sick. That I don't go through the process of chemotherapy and casting out devils for me to be healed. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Daniel did not bow his head. Daniel did not what? Bow his head. But it didn't come to the king's thought. It didn't come to any man's thought. So when some of you think hiding is just putting you in a secret drawer, hiding also makes men's mind switch away from you. Eh? Like the first time I, I, I prayed for a dead woman and she came to life. She was dying and that was the time where intensive care refused anybody to go to intensive care. Everybody was going, God, God, no, no, they refused. Now me when I reached intensive care, I just walked like this. And the nurse was there. And she didn't see nothing. Oh, I entered, I raised the woman out and walked out. But she was there. She was there. So it's not just absent physical. God can get a part of a man's mind and erase the memory that thinks that Daniel exists. That is what I'm trying to say. I pray that God will make you understand that he can get in the memory of a demon. And when he gets in the memory of the demon, he removes your image. He can't know who you are. It hears you talk, but it can't identify you. I want to finish. I want to finish. Imagine the devil has a meeting in hell and he's saying, now we are going to attack Apostle Grace. And every demon says, who is Apostle Grace? Because it's too hidden in their memory. And then by the time the devil answers, you're also hidden from his memory. He says, who is Apostle Chris? You put your name. It's about time demons became paran- paranoid. That their brains stopped working when they come around you. Oh, that's the confusion that comes by reason of the anointing. Elisha never understood that dispensation in the spirit. That is why some people are always casting out because they are too visible. They are too visible. But you see the Bible says, he that dwells in the shelter of the most high God, he shall abide under the shadow of his wings. He shall this verse, I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Give me the amplified. Uh huh. Uh huh. I will say of the Lord, he's my what? Refuge, my fortress, my God. On him I what? Lean and 
rely and in him I what? Confidently trust. For then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Uh-huh. Then he will cover you with his what? Pinions. And under his wings shall you trust and find what? Refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and they are what? A buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night nor of the arrow of the day. The plots and slanderers of the wicked that fly by night. Uh-huh. No of the pestilence that stalks in darkness. No of the destruction and sudden death. Sudden death. Sudden death. Sudden death. Oh, sudden death. No. He said it shall never be said that we regret to inform you about the sudden death. It will not be sudden. That surprise. And let us start noonday. Uh-huh. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near. 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 It shan't come. Next verse. Only a spectator shall you be yourself inaccessible. In the secret head of the most high God, as you witness the reward of the wicked, tell your name I'm inaccessible. I'm inaccessible. Hallelujah. I'm inaccessible. Praise the Lord. So, those testimonies of Nagen and Endwala Fresa, they've ended. Stop being accessible. I command my blood pressure to get out of your body. Diabetes, get out of your body. I'm inaccessible. Let me finish. First Corinthians chapter 3. Let me show you that one. Oh God. Oh God. 22. 22. Let's read. 1, 2, three, let's go. Whether Oh, 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 read it again, wait, from the beginning, from the beginning, from the beginning, whether, oh, uh-huh, oh, 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 You own the next innovation. That is why you should hold the, fa- the latest phones, the latest house. You, yes. Baby, call it Amway. Before you go to a shop, I'm going to buy Kabiriti. That is what I can afford. Sort of that portion of scripture. Listen, he says, whether things present or things to come. Do you know the things that are coming in the future? Identify with you as their owner. The things that are coming in the future. 
they identify with you. Do you understand why now the next prime ministers what are also going to come from Fanero? Do you understand why? You what? Prime ministers are seated here. You what? Presidents. The army chief of staff is down there. Stand up one man, they see you. Yes. 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 Tell your neighbor these things are ours. These things are ours. I want to finish. Tell your neighbor these things are ours. So stop fighting for them. All things. When you walk Kampala Road and you see a very expensive. That's it. That's why you're not receiving. Because you left childlike faith. When we were children. You remember, Mama? You're seated in a car. And the car comes and say, It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. You even had faith that Museveni was seeing you up there. You said, Bye bye. Bye bye. It's mine. Do you understand what I mean? When you grew up, the world complicated it for you. understand who you are do you understand who you are he said come without money and buy because we don't buy by huh? we buy by yes and we are rich and yes anointed and yes deep and yes going to heaven and yes clever that's why Romans 1.19 says something that I will finish with. He says, everything, Romans, he says, because that which may be known of God is manifested in them. For God has sold it unto them. When God shows you something, that's why the Bible says that they reveal things belong unto us. When God shows you something, go back first. Oh, those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children. Let's go back there. Uh-huh. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get it straight. God shows you something and the thing he has showed you manifests automatically in you. Next level. God shows you something but the thing which he shows you is what may be known of him. So we are not talking of God showing you a lame man walking. We are talking of God showing you the anointing of healing. Whereby which a lame man walks. Because he's a healer. He's not the lame man walking in the story. So here he's saying that because that which may be known of God. Is God a healer? It is manifesting in you. Is God rich? It's manifesting in you. Is God wisdom? 
is manifesting in you. It's God glory. It's manifesting in you. It's God fall sick. It's manifesting in you. Does God become weak? It's manifesting in you. Does God weep? It's manifesting in you. Does God fail? It's manifesting in you. What may be known of God? What do you know about God? He's big. Therefore, I am big. He's rich. Therefore, I'm rich. He's wise. Therefore, I'm wise. He's established. Therefore, he can create. Therefore, why? Because he has revealed it. And next verse says, verse 20, for the invisible things of him from the creation. Do you realize again the invisible things are of him? They are of him again. Of him from the creation of the world are clearly now what? Seen because you're the ones who manifest them. Being understood by the things that are made because you make things oh, 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 oh have understood why the scriptures now say that my heart is indicting a good matter concerning the things I have made touching the king and he says and now my pen my tongue is like a pen of a ready writer everything I speak Let's continue. Understood by the things that are made. Even his eternal power. So you make his eternal power. And the Godhead. You represent the Godhead. So that they are without excuse. Now you can't say me I failed to get a, a job because I had a certain cousin. A certain, a certain cousin. That guy stood in my way. Get to your feet. I want to pray with you. Oh, 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 the world is in trouble, Uganda is in trouble, Africa is in trouble, Asia is in trouble, Europe is in trouble, universities are in trouble, banks are in trouble, you're going to make things, tell your neighbor you're going to make things. In just two minutes, you're going to make things. I want you to open your eyes and start to make things. Make things. Make things. All things are yours. All things are yours. All things are yours. Listen to the pen of a ready writer. Listen to the pen of a ready writer praying. Listen to a pen of a ready writer praying. Listen to a pen of a ready writer. Only two minutes, just maintain it. Maintain some tongues, only two minutes. If you don't have tongues, receive them now in the name of Jesus. If you don't have tongues, speak in another language, any language, but create something. I create life, I create increase. I create joy. I create glory. In the name of Jesus. I create multiplication. I create answers. I create miracles. By Jesus Christ. By God the Father. In the name of Jesus. Our Father God is working in us. 
bus to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Oh! Something is happening in somebody's life. Something is happening in somebody's body. Something is happening in somebody's marriage. Something is happening in somebody's ministry. Something is happening in somebody's life. Something is happening in somebody's stomach. Something is happening in somebody's heart. Something is happening in somebody's Something is happening in somebody's job. Something is happening in somebody's of Christ which is on you. I declare and declare that sin cannot have dominion over you. Disease cannot have dominion over you. Weakness is not your story. It's not your testimony. I declare and declare that this world is yours. 
the world is in your heart oh receive it receive it receive it receive it listen listen there is an anointing in this room that is establishing certain people very very different very different I know you you have a position where but God God is going to get you out of that place I see an anointing of excellence on somebody I mean so excellent by the standard of God receive it receive it receive it receive it I see God exalt you so high so high oh something is happening Pound all it out thank you Lord Jesus listen some of you listen listen God is going to take you places no man could ever take you no man could ever take you God is going to take you places your brain could never take you he's going to take you places your money, your relationships, your tribe your culture, your books can never take you that said the Lord that said the Lord that said the Lord some of you better position yourself to enter into things you never dreamed this year this year not next year this year this year and amazingly the Holy Ghost is confirming it thank you Lord Jesus if you're here and you've never given your life to Christ I want you to slit up your hand and submit to that God that is above every Lord I want you to raise your hands right now and we lead you in a confession prayer right now if you want to be born again put up your hand right now if you want to be born again I see somebody there I see two people there anybody else wants to give their life to Christ I've seen some hands there repeat these words after me say Lord Jesus I believe with my heart confess with my mouth that I'm born again I am born again in Jesus mighty name the message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero. Make manifest.